0: the air. when you get the first one in, in the bag and you're like, oh, oh, Yeah, well, that was I can't. thought that was the practice. I think
1: you got it. I think You got the magic <laughs> happening right now. You ready? Yeah.
0: Give
2: it shot. Yeah. Round them way likes it down. Round them way likes some wall. Round Benway way talks to friends and strangers. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? It's
1: all in the practice. That's what's important.
2: Welcome. How are Thanks. you, my friend? I'm good,
0: Ron. How a, are you? It's an
1: early morning here. It's in, an early in, morning in after a late,
0: rowdy night. No at, food on the sign shuffleboard. of the wagon. No
1: food on the shuffleboard, all right? Don't put your food on the shuffleboard. I had no idea what was going on here.
0: over here. The shuffleboard? When I, when I came, it seemed like some kind of, you know, ritual, <laughs> Masonic ritual.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally going down. All the triangles and yeah. eyeballs all over it. Right. <laughs> I am in, uh, we are in the basement of Sign of the Wagon. Sign of the Wagon is my one of my favorite art galleries in the world, one of my favorite venues to play at in the world. You and I played together last night at the Sign of
0: the Wagon. Yes, um, and we've played at Sign of the Wagon on previous occasions. This has
1: been the second time we've played together right. at Sign of the Wagon. That's exciting, right?
0: And uh, Yeah, I played with uh, you and Free Breakfast
1: oh, yes, yes, four
0: yes, and a half yes. years ago, and I think... Were you around when I played First Cap with Free Breakfast when I they had their so. Monday? That was I in think 2012.
1: Was oh, I, think I must you, have been then. I was been, in the band at that time. Oh, no. 12. You weren't there yeah, that,
0: for that show, I think, was okay. the thing. But you were, you were in the group. But I think you, because you had move to York by that point. I'm not sure
1: if we've said your name yet in this. Your name is Thomas Comerford. That's correct. C-O-M-E-R-F-O-R-D.
0: C-O-M-E-R-F-O-R-D. There you go, Very Thomas. good. You're Ron Benway. That's
1: my name. I know because I heard the song. You killed the song. Thank you. you it a really was a pleasure yes, yes, to yes, play yes,
0: yes. a Ron Benway composition. Is there,
1: is your band, you're, you're touring right now, the United States of America. Right. Um, you have a new record out.
0: I do. Called,
1: what's it called? Moon. Called Blood Moon. Blood Moon. Blood Moon. I have the, I have the button on And you, you have the glow-in-the-dark the dark pin. Button. Did I'm you test it thing. out last not night? Not yet. Okay. No, not yet. I've, been, I've only exposed it to light today. Okay. Yeah, it'll charge up. Tonight. I'm anxiously waiting. Yeah. Anxiously waiting for the drop for the drop of the, the drop of the sun.
0: Yeah, so I left Chicago uh, on. Uh, it's a <clears throat> a short tour. I have to pack it in because mm-hmm. I've got a family. And there's a lot of moving parts in my life. So. Are you a
1: teacher? Do you?
0: That's you what I I do. Uh, I try not to call myself that. I understand <laughs> that. yes. <laughs> I, I call try myself, not to call
1: myself a genius. But I call myself. Yeah.
0: Well. That's a joke. That's a you joke, people. Sh- Maybe how, yeah, you, you
1: should. <laughs> if this is your first episode, that's clearly
0: a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, you know I kind of uh, I I find work. What do you, you teach? Know, whatever. Okay. In <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I sort of originally <clears throat> my original main gig in Chicago was because I learned how to make sixteen millimeter movies and like do sound and stuff like that. Uh, Before I moved to Chicago, and then, um, uh, so I got hired to start teaching uh, college kids how to make sixteen millimeter movies, and then you know there was that took a real nosedive, you know, during the digital revolution. You know, analog became very hey, hey, I'm passe. Teaching to, I'm
1: teaching how to shoe horses over here. Yeah, who, yeah. Who wants, a, who wants a rocket ship?
0: They do need. They do need uh, some horse parts to sure. make film. Sure. You need. You need, they need gelatin. Help. Oh yes. Yeah. You, do. you can't. Can't make it. I've learned
1: this recently that like photography is not vegan.
0: No, it is yeah. not. No, nope. <laughs> It's old school. You know, use all the parts of the animal. Okay. Sure. Uh, sure. Sure. So yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's... Uh, I forgot what I was going to... I was going to try to crack a joke about gelatin, but it is not uh, recommended even, that you... Don't even try. You, if even under desperate, met in dire straits, you should not eat uh, motion picture film or... Photographic Did film. It keep you
1: alive. If I was like naked and afraid, and it I
0: might. Found some, I mean, there'd be protein. Like if I was
1: on Naked and Afraid, and like some crazy old reels rolled up, yeah. I'm like came up on the, and I was like, oh, I could eat this. It's it's cellulose. This
0: uh, this, this print of Gone with the Wind is gonna keep yeah, me alive. It's right cellulose now. just rolled up on the, on the which is good fiber. Oh, sure, sure. And then cellulose. Uh, there's gelatin, which is protein, and then there's silver. <laughs> well. Okay. So, there's, and silver, there's actually think, silver inside. Antibiotic inside film. That yeah. <laughs> in black, in black and white film. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the medium. Well, you're holding a guitar. Yeah. What do you so want? Why what you do you want to hear? For us. You What's have a bunch of playing?
1: songs. You played a bunch of songs for you. have Got a lot of great songs. Right Thank now. you. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, maybe I'll play a song off the, the new record. And um, I don't know. Um, see how the voice. Uh, I'm just, after it's a morning after a yeah. rowdy night yeah. it's good everyone out morning. there
1: knows that this is a morning after a show so alright I understand so
0: here's one called We Must Not Be Brittle
2: well I'm a right? and you The imposter syndrome weighs them down And we take the turn -turn to...
1: Just go D major to D minor.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's an old school. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to write a song right now that stole goes that from major to uh, minor straight away. I stole that from Lou. Oh, sweet oh Lou. Uh, Lou Barlow. Okay. No, Lou Reed. Oh, Lou Reed. The other oh, sweet oh, of course. Lou. That makes sense. That makes <laughs>
1: sense. Yeah,
0: there's a song that I used to play a lot called uh it's on his first solo album. I actually played it here. Oh. Maybe it's time to acknowledge. Okay. The, <laughs> the, the, the Lurker. The Rocky in the room? There's a Lurker. <laughs>
1: Rocky's here.
0: Hey, can right. you say hi, Rocky? Hey, y'all. You're supposed to say hi, Rocky. Hi, Rocky. Oh, she's not Gracie. <laughs> she's
1: not Gracie. Um, Thanks for hanging out with us. She'll probably creep in again.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm just... That's all.
0: Staying to myself. It's here. all good. You're doing great. You're doing great.
1: You know what I realized is like... Um, um, when I'm sitting here with you and like just directly in front of you, and I'm I'm always in this position where I'm like basically asking people for a house show for one, yeah, private, like please concert. give me a living room show, yeah. and like I'm watching you and you're like making your awesome, I'm um, singing here face, and I'm like mm-hmm. totally into it, and and I realize like my life has been um, like in in stores, in record stores, or street performing, mm-hmm. or or going to someone's house where they move the couch and let you play where the couch used to sit. And it's always these just like, awkward is not the right word, but it's like, it's just really unexpected. Really unexpected. Just really like, I just love the way I get to uh, enjoy music. The yeah. Way I get to, I feel like I get to. In a weird way i i I consume music a lot differently than the average person consumes music, and as I'm sitting here across from you, I just it's just ringing through my head how just amazing this is and how wonderful it is to sit in front of a friend and have them play songs for me. It's just a really a pleasure that i can't I can't play down too much
0: i I, I you know. agree yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think what you're talking about is sort of you know mm-hmm. I think that's an important part of it. Um, and it's more important than selling records or, you know... Is the, the connection of the music the is connection a, Music is a... I mean, it's a private activity, too. It can be, and it can be real important that way. But it's also a very social activity, and usually that's a, at the very least like... And that's always people, what
1: music was for, was for exactly. socializing, for getting groups of people together, and let's feel the rhythm, and let's right. dance, and let's talk, and let's yeah.
0: start a government. Let's start it. Yeah. Let's, let's get a map, and now let's get a flag.
1: <laughs> Here's music, now we got a flag.
0: And we, we say this in the in the original capital of the United States of America. Yes. A history
1: the first lesson. first capital.
0: I have to relearn every time I come to York, because <laughs> I always forget that, and then I come back and... Somebody says something about that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You
1: just all—it's all peppermint patties to me. <laughs> yeah. It's really—I don't get it except for the peppermint patties. Yeah,
0: you're a pop culture kind of person. So,
1: so as you have a family and a life and in Chicago, and like, why do you write these songs? To just you know, like, is there something that drives you? Is there just always the? I what do yeah, you think that's a that's a kind excellent concept?
0: question because
1: Viking Moses told me to ask that.
0: I was... uh, To everyone. (laughs) You know, I've been writing my own songs probably since I was in high school, although it was a very long gestation period uh, before I considered myself a songwriter, um, and especially a performer. Like, when you met me uh, in the mid-90s, in 1994, uh, I was kind of mostly a lurker, you know. Yeah. I was going to tons of shows. Um, the hunched over
1: songwriter is always the funny <laughs> cat, you know, like just hunched <laughs> over the guitar yeah. in the corner. Hey, you've got my number I'm there. Like, I'm gonna. You, you can mic me, but no one look at me, okay? Because yeah. I'm just gonna hunch over here and let my stories out, let my inner feelings out. Yeah, yeah. talk about the girls who broke my heart. Yeah, that was who uh, was a dick. And don't look at me.
0: <laughs> so yeah. yeah, back then. I was absolutely, I was writing, mm-hmm. but I was also absolutely terrified of having to perform, even, you know, if, I, if you had asked me to do this in 1994, I would have mm-hmm. been like, uh, I don't know, like, I understand. can <laughs> I just record it and no, like give you the cassette? I do like
1: to do over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, and that's yeah.
0: what I used to do for the most part, is I would write songs mm-hmm. back then, and then get really good, work it out, and then I'd record like cassettes. And then I'd, like, make dubs of those cassettes, and then I'd be like... Hand those around. Here, friend. Listen to this. Here's some of but my don't music. do
1: it anywhere near me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I
0: shouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. then that's what Lisa Marr and I did for when I met her and we ke- we became buddies. Like, we started trading uh, tapes. Um, yes. Do you like Lisa? Yeah. Of course. Me We're too. Lisa Mar. So we he had a little, like, like, songwriter exchange for a few years Uh-oh. where, you know, I do that. Right. So that was, to me, I was like, here's this cool, famous person that is interested in my music, <laughs> and I'm sending them tapes of my songs, if, you know? if,
1: if by chance Lisa Marr has listened to this, I'm coming <laughs> to Los Angeles in October, and I'd really like to meet with you, Lisa Marr, just so you know.
0: Paging That's Lisa Marr.
1: A- so you guys exchange... Where are you playing? You exchange songs. I don't have any plans to. It'll music you'll there. work it out. I'm just gonna podcast. I just want to the good. Oh LA yeah, you record. should interview her. I got about I got about ten people I want to record in Los Angeles. So.
0: She, uh, I was telling you, she recorded. Uh, she just released a seven inch that was like a benefit for a girl's music camp uh, in like Vancouver. She did. And she recorded with. It's called Lisa Mar and the Transmitters. Okay. And I think. Uh, they cover, uh, there's a couple covers, and Elisa Mar original, and it's, it's pretty rockin'. It's she, great.
1: She's been making film for a long time.
0: Yeah, she started making movies. Uh, I think she got involved in the Echo Park Film Center, and I think it was like early 2000s she started being busier as a filmmaker than a performer. But it seems like maybe she's edging back... I'd like that 7-inch came out, and I saw she did some shows. I feel
1: like I should say that Lisa Marr was once in a band called Cub from Vancouver. They were the uh, the originators of the cuddlecore scene. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) There should be more cuddlecore these days, I think.
2: We need
1: more cuddlecore.
0: I think that's what I would call my music. (laughs) (laughs) The the
1: last uh, two episodes back or so, I recorded what I would call a cuddlecore band from, from from. this area, yeah. Uh, the cool. Okay Mistakes, they're really good.
0: Oh, that's a great, yes, yes, yes. great name for Thanks. a Cuddlecore group. So, play us a song. Okay. What should we do? Should, you know, that one was kind of uh, mellow, dreamy. Uh, you That's charge. like my Roy Orbison. Yeah, like, sure. I pretend I can never sing like Roy, but it's like, <laughs> I can imagine Roy so, singing So, my this. friend
1: J.J. Sheffer asked me to cover a Roy Orbison song, and I was like, are you insane? <laughs> Do you hear this voice of mine? Was, Do you hear what I've gotten after ten years of singing in the street? This he, is the voice I have to wear. He work was with. no
0: baritone, Roy. Exactly. He had a very, very pretty I don't know if it's like a tenor, uh, or whatever is above that. Yeah, F, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. An alto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me think for a second. I'll play a song I didn't play last night. Okay. Um uh well, actually, I don't think that one will work so well in this format. Let me just uh, think about this for a second.
1: Why don't you talk it out amongst yourself, and then you get back to us when you're ready for a song for the podcast?
0: Yeah. Oh, that was a little
1: sarcasm. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> see, that means we're friends. I wouldn't do that to a stranger. I can take
0: it. <laughs> I can take it. I know that that Ron Benway, that patented brew. That, that bite of yours, Ron Benway. Yeah. Oh, you. Okay, yeah, I'll do... Uh, a uh, song called "Lord of the Flies," which is the uh, title track. Uh, or no, it's not a title track. The first track on my new record, and we just released this, quote unquote, as a single. Okay. Because I had a bunch of my film students have been producing all these. Uh, I try. I say, pick a scene from your favorite, or a shot from your favorite film, and try to emulate it. You know, and you have to shoot it on 16 millimeter film oh, and you wow. have to make it with art direction and lighting and everything make it look as much like that as you can. So I've accumulated all this footage of these.
1: Oh, weird. Like you're like, you like this Hitchcock scene? Yeah,
0: exactly. Make it, make so it. they do that. So they learn, try to learn how to construct, okay. you know, an image like that. So I had all this footage and then I had other students. This was the first time this has ever happened where. Uh, some students in my class professed to be a big fans of my music, oh. and they like used a song in one of their movies. Okay, <laughs> your, was like, "Your music, yeah." I was like, "Like
1: unbeknownst to you." Like, yeah, well, they, they were, just, were like, like, "Hey,"
0: where they were like, "I'm well, gonna
1: get an A with this yeah, one."
0: Well, they were like, "We're really <laughs> embarrassed uh, because they were being so." You know, they were fan being oh, so fan like. Wow. Uh that's adorable. But I just asked them, Hey, if you like my music, why don't you try to edit a music video with all this footage?
1: See, if I was teaching this, that would be mandatory. Yeah. I'd be like, Hey, I have a new
0: record with six
1: songs in it. I'm gonna need music videos yeah. from the whole class.
0: You're a sign. I'm
1: releasing everyone's putting out a different music video for me and and anybody who doesn't it gets a fucking F.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs>
1: That'd be me, yeah, that'd be me
0: <laughs> yeah, i mean it was it was implied, I'm more of a soft sure, sure. I'm more of like the want. soft touch who will break your kneecaps <laughs> in the alley right, the soft bulletin.
2: <laughs> down from the sky Walked with the people on the ground And no one saw me coming No one suspected a thing up in the ground or you're traveling around Ba-da-ba, ba ba
0: Yodel. <laughs>
1: that was good. That was great. I that learned how to,
0: you know, I learned, how, I've actually discovered I had a falsetto okay. uh, in the last couple of years, so. Oh, really? I try to use that, use it. you know, mix it in, mm-hmm. um, and, and then there's, I learned this concept of you have your chest voice, right, okay. and then you have your head voice, right, right. Um, and so I've been also trying to, when I write and come up with how the song is gonna happen you know it's like i've been trying to create more ways of delivering you know oh right yeah even sometimes within the same uh, song different
1: texture yeah exactly in you're
0: in what you can do it's only recently that i learned that what i do in that song is yodel okay, because that's yeah. when you a yodel is when you go from your chest voice to like a falsetto and then back oh yes so, yes okay the singing breakman was a famous yodeler uh and of course, now that I've brought that up, and I'm gonna to have to think of that dude's name. Uh, Jimmy Yo, little uh, Yodeling Facts. Uh, now, the I have a Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy oh, Rogers.
1: Rogers. Okay. Good, good, yeah. good. I have a huge yodeling following on my podcast. So there's people <laughs> screaming at their computer. Hashtag right Yodel. Screaming. They're really mad right now. The yes. York Yodel. Um, were you, was your band Casper Hauser? Yeah, you I had a group named Casper um,
0: Hauser for a while. Which, it was sort of a misleading. Uh, concept that it was a band, because... But it wasn't a band. Well, it ended up being a band. Okay. I did... um, Before I moved to Chicago, I had, you know... Remember I did that cassette with Jay Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in Vegas called Toy? So that had some of my songs on it. Um, It was mostly her stuff, but I had some songs on there. So I'd been sort of collecting songs since the mid-90s, and by 99... I was like, you know, I'm gonna sit down and I'm actually gonna record this and I'm gonna release it. Like it was a big step for me. Project, yeah. Yeah, so and I'm I bought a four-track. Okay. And before we left Iowa Those City, the days. yeah, I was I'm gonna buy this beautiful it's four-track. My life. It had, uh, it was a Marantz. I still have it, but oh, I need wow. to fix the motor. But it's a it's Marantz four-tracks cassette, and okay. it's got VU meters on it. Right. I went all out. Oh, I love the VU meters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting my fingers back and forth like a VU meter because you're listening well, to Well this podcast, podcast you'll you can you get a picture of that? <laughs> <laughs> That's very similar to the finger snapping uh thing. I thought maybe it was <laughs> gonna go like enough. are you are I you flipping like, like, me off? Hey, what's going on with this? <laughs> Talk to the
1: because the hand ain't listening.
0: <laughs> but the uh <sighs> so I had all those songs and I was like, I'm gonna record it. And then I recorded it, uh, and there were like, you know, nine songs, and then I moved to Chicago, and Burner actually helped me mix those songs, believe (laughs) it or not, because he was running a record label at the time, right? (laughs) Um, Air
1: quotes. We just had some air quotes. Air quote. Air quote. All kinds of finger gestures. (laughs) We're we're crazy with our fingers. Happening. uh, We got 30 of them in this room. We don't know what to do with I guess.
0: 20, no, not 30. There's if you, you expanded it to digits... I consider a digits. the thumb a, f-
1: a finger. I know yeah, if, it, really if, we, if we counted all
0: the digits, that would be... All the even. digits. We're How many digits would about. that be? I'm, I'm math, uh, math ain't my strong suit, so... You know, as
1: a, we, we have, we have, we have 20, a friend... 20, 40, a friend, 60, there are 60
0: we, digits.
1: And we used to call him Burner. And people would come to town, <clears throat> touring bands would come, and he was like, he wasn't completely straight. But he wasn't a burner. <laughs> and pe- bands would come to town and you'd be like, oh, hey, burner, go get this. And bands would come up to him and be like, hey, man, uh, I heard they call you the burner. <laughs> like, can you get it? Was, it was worse than having dreadlocks. Like, if yeah. he had dreadlocks, you know how, like, it's always, and you, I'd always hear this story in Venice Beach. Like, the guy with dreadlocks would be like, man, could anybody leave me alone? I don't sell weed, but yeah. leave me alone. Everybody asked me because I got dreadlocks. But they'd hit up Burner, like, you're the Burner, huh? Yeah. And he'd be like, they call me the Burner because I walked in, and something was burning on the burner on the stove, and that's why they call me the Burner. And they are like, oh, sorry. And they'd just walk away from him like, oh, never mind. Oh, you can't help me. You can't help me. <laughs> Burn, Burner. That's a different kind of Burner. But, uh, yeah, you, never, you can't pick your nickname. Anybody who assigns their own nickname, fuck that. Yeah, like, You can't pick your own nickname. You just have, to have the shitty nickname that you end
0: up and with. And you wear it.
1: Yeah, you got to wear it with pride. Yeah. If you're Booger, man, you got to be Booger the rest of your life. <laughs> if your 12-year-old friends call you Booger and they're still calling you that when you're 23, you're fucked. Just own it. You just yeah. got to own it. Yeah. 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 Advice, advice, became... advice for the young, newly named so the, children the in the,
0: the, world. The, <laughs> the tunes that Burner mixed in uh, Chicago became the first... Release and I just did, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna call it Casper Hauser, because I think that cat was really cool." You know, the the child who grew, who was basically locked in a basement um, between the ages of like five and like sixteen.
1: Is that who Casper Hauser is?
0: Yeah, he was uh, he was a German child. Actually, they don't completely know his origin, but it was suspected he was like a kidnapped noble kid. That was uh, part of some intrigue in the Austro-Hungarian, Austro-Hungarian Empire, and maybe because he was in line to become king at some point. So he was stowed in this basement and became completely unsocialized. And then he was released, I forget the town, um, he was released in this small German town and knew like two words, and, uh, did not know, uh, you know, he was, his sensations were super intense. I, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Her- Warner, Werner Herzog made a movie, uh, you know, a fiction movie, but based on that oh, story. story, um, and it's a pretty cool, uh, movie. So, but yeah, I was inspired by that, um, that person. This is a and damn educational
1: episode. That's all I'm saying. We're, we're changing lives right now. Uh,
0: so uh, so yeah, I picked Casper Hauser and Berner was actually annoyed with me for picking that name because he had released a seven inch uh, that had one of my songs on it under a different. I was had like oh for that song you know this was a couple years earlier I was like oh you can call it Jalopy. And so I had one song out on uh, what was the name of his label? Do you remember? Um, recycled carbon. Recycled carbon. yes. Recycled carbon. Like so there was a recycled are. carbon seven inch that had a jalopy song on it right. that I'd recorded just live to handheld cassette, and he was like, "Well, why are you changing your name now? Like you already have a, a rec- you know you have a record out." And I was like, "Sorry, you know, I'm going to be Casper Hauser." And that was, it really was an, almost entirely me at that point. But when I was in Chicago, that's when I really became interested because the scene there was very exciting and there were lots of opportunities to play. Uh, and I got and this, hooked up with and Chris Chicago,
1: Like Yeah, in Chicago, like just you can see Bill Callahan out or right. you can see Albini out or you can just see whomever. Out. Yeah, I've
0: become real tight with uh, uh, John Langford of the Mekons, oh, actually. Okay. Okay. And... Uh, uh, there's, yeah, there's a couple. I was playing, um, you know, that game. Some people call it cornhole, but some some people prefer <laughs> to call it.
1: Started on cornhole. Some
0: people prefer to call it bags. Is and there I think, another name for I it think bags is a way better oh, name. Dude, I'm going back to the West Coast
1: and calling it bags. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, well, left, the guy, I left the West Coast, came to the East Coast, had never seen a cornhole in my life, came here and spent a couple of years here, and then went back.
0: Sudden, there's cornhole everywhere. It's a popular at the sort of five guys know, and cornhole. Yeah, I leave the West Coast, and come back new five guys uh, and cornholes everywhere. Gastro pubs and, and whatnot love bags, to have it's their bags. cornhole. Okay. Or anyway, I played so, bags yes. with the head of Bloodshot Records, you know, oh, the other sure. day, and I was like, "This is that's kind of awesome." Rob Miller, I was like, uh, "That's what Chicago's like." I think you yeah. know, it's like chill and people. The cool people, anyway, don't put on airs. This is the
1: guy from Drag City, Ryan Ryan with an I. Yeah,
0: yeah, Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. He's hilarious. He and I used to spend
1: two hours on the phone when I had a record store. Sure, I bet. never met the guy in person. Never, like, I loved most everything he put out. Right. But that wasn't it. It was just like you'd have this connection with people that I would talk to him forever. Yeah. It was like... We wouldn't even be talking about Drag City records. We wouldn't right. be talking, talking about music or nuts and bolts of music right. and who do you like and what are you doing and whatever. And I had, a, I had a total relationship with him for years. Yeah, there's still. And now that there's no records, store, I wouldn't talk.
0: To, i wouldn't talk to Ryan Murphy well, you, about. You but, could probably yeah, hit, you know, get in touch. You he's should a do a, a podcast he's interview oh, with him. Great. Although he wouldn't, I don't well, think he performs great. music, but he's a very funny. He out. could do some stand up or something. Yes. Yeah so, uh, he, he introduced, uh, I have rarely gone to Pitchfork, mm-hmm. um, but one year I went cause it, and I'd seen Pavement, you know, on the Slanted and Enchanted tour back when. Yeah. So I, I knew it was be a totally different animal. So they got the asked to, pavement. yeah, they okay. got asked oh, to play yeah, Pitchfork they the, Yeah, I remember this. and we went and we took Henry, who at the time I think was like four years old. Your son. hmm Yes, and uh, and Ryan Murphy uh, came out to introduce the band, but he he used some presented himself as like yeah I'm rocking Rodney from <laughs> Q101 and uh, pavement you know you know they used to be in the minor leagues but you know and or no he said he made some he was. It was hilarious because uh, people were like, "Who is this guy?" But he just kept. That's it was very yeah. Andy Kaufman a, like. Yeah, he had, uh,
1: the, he had his act down. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. and uh, but he was kind of making fun because he's like, "Well, someday maybe Pavement can play Lollapalooza, and then we'll know they've really hit the big time." <laughs> but for now, <laughs> I've heard that these new shows
1: that that Spiral Stairs and Magnet and 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 uh, what's his name. Uh, the other guy. Meg Meg Steve Malchmus. Steve Malcolmus. Malcolmus. Malcolmus and Spy. I can remember the name Spiral Stairs, but yeah, I can't remember. That's about a good Malchimus. nickname. Um, I heard they can't like look at each other on stage as they're playing. Like Malcolmus will get
0: bored with the Spiral Stairs songs, and be like, Why are we playing these songs? Right. And, I think that's like, what they can't Right. That's what kinda of led to the end of the group, I think. Yeah, you know? And um, it will end
1: the it will end the group again.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, I think it totally made sense for them to it's do that. It's got to be rough,
1: man. It's got to be rough to be playing music with people who you have such a history with and you can't, you don't like them, but you need money. Right. And you need, I think... you know, like, dude, Hall & Oates do not say a word on stage. <laughs> they tour constantly. They do not talk to each other. They run through 30 fucking hits. Like you'll forget there's Hall & Oates songs right. when you see them live. You're like, "No way. That's one too." Yeah. They do nothing but hits. They do not say a word to each other. They cannot stand each other. Wow. But,
0: you know, got to pay the Daryl's bills. Got
1: a house to. Yeah. Got, a, got got a house to keep
0: open. <laughs> Yeah. Here's another song. Okay.
1: Thank you so much for this today. I think of course, done. Ron. You can go eat with your band. This will be the, the exit. The band went to eat and I, you got stuck with me. The, the exit Rocky. music
0: on this podcast. Let me think for a sec. Um, let's see. Um, maybe I'll do a, a less... Um, I'll do a, an older... Song off my previous album. Um, Let's see for a second. Again, the new
1: album's called Blood Moon?
0: New album's called Blood Moon, yeah. And you
1: can get it to normal places? Uh, You can just shout Blood Moon at your phone and everything will come up where you can buy it? Yeah. It's the way life works now, man. Yeah, just say,
0: (laughs) Siri, Thomas Comerford, Blood Moon, and it'll be like, Thomas Comerford, Blood Moon. Do Do you
1: remember, I used to do radio when you'd have to be like, It's (laughs) it's www. Right. <laughs> backslash
0: Yeah, forward slash. <laughs> and now tilde. you just go,
1: hey, device.
0: Uh, so Are yeah. you monitoring me at all times? I hope so. You, I mean, Bandcamp is probably the best way online. Cool. Uh, I don't have national distribution for physical, so if you want physical. But it's also up, if you're a streamer... You can your Spotify. You can find it everywhere. Okay. Yeah, right? So. It's just the, you just... Throw your, I don't judge. Throw,
1: throw your songs in the stream and let yeah. us fucking let us I don't push judge, it around.
0: I don't judge format choices, right. so there you can, no, I there's try no, to make it... No, you
1: cannot anymore.
0: Find it wherever Get you... music, whoever you want. Wherever you listen. Available so, on 8-track right now, Blood Moon. 8-track, <laughs> Real yet. to
1: real. We're putting it out on real to real next week. I do week. have
0: one cassette copy left of my previous album. Right. The guy who released it wanted to do cassettes, and they're almost gone, so... He made a wise
1: decision. I just want to say right now, it has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. The Viking Moses kitchen towel made by Rhonda Turnbow is amazing. Yes. If you're a Viking Moses fan, RhondaTurnbow.com. Uh, if you if you need some graphic design, RhondaTurnbow.com is where you go with that. I'll yeah, Rhonda. I'm a huge
0: fan of Rhonda.
1: Viking Moses has kitchen towels that are with Rhonda Turnbow's design on it. They were amazing. Like, I'm so amazed by that.
0: She did a tour poster for me um, oh, okay. a few years back that I just love. Uh, I think it was actually the first time I came to York. We had Rhonda Turnbaugh tour big posters. In York. She yeah. did the
1: Shiny Me Up Pretty album cover. So.
0: I have that record. The
1: whole art, everything.
0: Yeah, that's the, that's the one with like. Uh, I have to tell this. I'll try to
1: tell it fast because I, I need your song. Yeah. Um, when I asked Rhonda, I was like, I need artwork. And I, and I sent a message to Rhonda going like, Rhonda, I need artwork for this album cover. And she goes, she goes, well, yeah, I'll just go through my webpage and pick something out and you can use whatever you want. And I go, no, Rhonda, I need you to draw the front cover, the back cover, the picture on the disc, the wording on the side. I mm-hmm. need complete artwork from you for my release. And I straight up go like, I'm not going to pay you anything. And she's like, that's fine. When do you need it by? And I was like, but that doesn't work for you, people. You have to pay her when you hire her for graphic design.
0: Yeah, you should.
1: <laughs> That's why I'm mentioning her now. com. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, she's no.
0: she's fantastic. She's awesome. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Rhonda, and my bass player knows her. Oh, okay. And he knows. Yeah, was he was tripping out a little bit because he's like, so my wife knows Rhonda and this person. Who also know Brendan, So he was like, "This is crazy." Separation, yeah,
1: yeah, and music, man.
0: If you're really playing it, it's a tiny little. You can't escape the mid '90s, Benway (laughs) Records. (laughs)
1: Shut up. Yeah, everything (laughs) goes influence.
0: Everything goes back to that. Flowered out from there.
1: (laughs) Pillows of love. We think of
0: that. We like to call that the Big Bang. And now you have to play. (laughs) Stop talking.
2: the naffin when these boys complain she's so Stay away. Stay in one place Geography the of the body is at stake
0: Benway. Where are you on your way to today? We gotta leave. Uh, We're playing a place called The Range in Ithaca. Okay. Which is a a newish club there. I haven't played in Ithaca in like 12 years. Um, Casper Hauser played there in 2007 at a record shop. It was really fun. And I know I have some friends there, so I try to get there. But, you know, as I was saying before, I usually only have, you know, at best, you know, 10 to 12 days. Right. To work with. Yeah, um,
1: micro tours are nice. Yeah. You can go out and get some stuff done. Yeah. And play and get it out of your system. And Pack all. it in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've done you go back to Chicago. There's another show in Chicago when you return?
0: Yeah, we got uh, Ithaca, Cleveland, uh, Fenville, Michigan okay. at a place called Virtue Cider. And then Chicago is the homecoming show and it's a, at a great spot called The Hungry Brain oh, um, cool. in Chicago. The so Hungry Brain. What day is that? Friday, June twenty eighth. Friday, June
1: twenty eighth. If and you're then, in Chicago and listening, you should go out to the show.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> Cleveland, Happy Dog, a uh, great little bar that hosts a lot of shows. Um, if you're in Western Michigan, Virtue Cider makes excellent cider, and there will be shearing twenty nine sheep. That's the opening act.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Wow. It's a you know it's a cidery and a farm and. Wait,
1: they're really sheep.
0: They're really sheep. I mean, unless this (laughs) is like, you know, the onion has taken over their PR department. You know, 29 sheep, uh, uh, I guess uh, an award winning sheep shearer will be shearing their sheep, and they're gonna, you know, he's gonna try to like set a record for how fast.
1: Everyone's gonna get drunk on cider and try to say a sheep shearing, sheep shearing without saying shit.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of sheep shit. Uh, sheep
1: shit and shearing. Dip sheep dip.
0: Yeah, what is sheep dip? Duty. Oh. Guano. Oh, sheep I thought sheep dip is guano. <laughs> I'd heard. I'd heard cow. Road apples. I've heard of cow pies. Road but...
1: apples, cow pies. Got a little road apple red for you. <laughs> um, well, that's it. Thank you very much, Thomas. This has been great. Thank you, thanks, Ron. Thanks for your songs and thanks for what you do. And it was really nice to sit and talk with you. Likewise
0: likewise it was a pleasure to play with you and be on your show and it was great to meet rocky after all these years yeah it's great to see you rocky and i finally finally reunited uh 25 years later later. (laughs) i'm
1: gonna say again i'm gonna say ronda i'm gonna say if you want to follow me on instagram you can ron with two n's benway r-o-n-n-b-e-n-w-a-y i'm the only one there um, uh, listen to Tom, Thomas Comerford's music and uh, eat if you're in York, Pennsylvania eat at the Corner Cabinet Cafe because I'm about to eat my, <laughs> eat my breakfast from there right now thank you for listening thank you
2: Thomas yeah. right. subscribe to the Subs- podcast subscribe
1: to the podcast I always forget <laughs> that part <laughs>